Hello, Clarice. What up, Squadron? I think I used that one last time, but that's okay. It's a good term. I'm going to keep using it. Uh, it's your boy, Adam Pax. Here we go. Rock for a two. That's not bad, actually. I hadn't put that little abbreviation together, but here we are. Another enticing, seductive reproduction of Requiem for a Tuesday. We're getting close to double digits next episode. Uh, what a long way we've all come together on this journey. Isn't it, uh, isn't it beautiful? I like to think so. Uh, but yeah, wreck for a two. That's not bad. You know, maybe that goes, maybe that goes like fourth in the line on, uh, shirt design ideas. You know, somebody come up with one. Give me a wreck for a two. What does that mean? You know, I don't know. Maybe something. We'll see. Uh, you'll have to forgive me if I go a little wild today. <laughs> As you can tell by the excitement in the tone of my voice, uh, pretty caffeinated, you know, went, went, went with the coffee instead of the, the sedative like I usually do. You know, usually I'll do a little rip, you know, maybe one or two, sometimes three. And that's when you get uh, the wonkier, wonkier styles. Uh, today I went caffeine because it's a little bit earlier than usual. And uh, I think that that'll that uh, should boost my rant level up at least one notch, a couple notches, maybe two notches, a couple notches, two notches. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Uh, first thing that came to mind when I was thinking of things to say. Uh, well, here here's a little bit of insight into how maybe just my brain operates. Um so I was thinking, uh, like, how do I, wh- wh- what kind of, what kind of coronavirus material can I come up with, right? And uh, not surprisingly, the answer was slim to none, slim to none, because, uh, well, there really just isn't anything good. But the first thing that came to mind was like, how do I do a bit about washing your hands? Because apparently, okay, you know what? Before we dive into all that, let me just get straight to uh, my quick little thoughts on that. And then we'll get into whatever I was talking about. Uh, I think the whole thing is being blown out of proportion. There's just too much internet. And, uh, you know, everybody calm the fuck down. Is really all I'm saying. Take your precautions. Absolutely. I mean, it's good to know that a thing is spreading. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, you know, uh, everybody seems to be pretty fine, you know, for the most part. You know, like, there's a lot of stuff already, you know? Like, just let's pump the brakes on this a little bit. Just say, like, hey, you know, just wash your hands. It'll be good. You know, don't fucking eat someone's tongue <laughs> and you should be fine. You know, don't hot swap saliva with, you know, somebody whose nose is running. I mean, it's really, you know, just chill. Shouldn't you actively be trying to not get sick all the time? You know what I mean? Like, your behavior should always be, how do I not contract viruses (laughs) from other people? So, I mean, just keep that up or start. You know, maybe now's just a good time for everybody to start understanding that you should be avoiding getting sick, period. That should be your goal, always. So, uh, if you're already doing that, then I think you, uh, odds are, you'll make it, you know. But who am I to decide? Um, I said that kind of sarcastically, but literally also, who am I to decide? So, uh, if you are concerned, please continue to do so and don't let... Don't let me sway you. I mean, you should, because I'm right. But don't, because of, you know, like, laws and stuff. So, don't do that. Uh, But back to what I was going to say. So, yeah, I was going to try to do, like, an intro thing about, like, washing your hands. But then the first story that came to mind... There were two stories that came to mind that are kind of connected loosely. But the first one is uh, somewhat related to the hand-washing stuff. So... Um, I remember very distinctly, uh, well, I already take back the distinctly because I was about to say I don't know where I was. (laughs) So I remember the situation very distinctly. I want to say that I was at the Rosemont Theater. I want to say that I was seeing Chris Rock. I want to say that I was six years old. Okay. 
Now, all of that may very well be an interesting combination of things, but the story I want to tell takes place in the bathroom, naturally, as all great stories tend to do. You know, think about Reservoir Dogs. They got that right, you know, convinced all those gangsters. Um, But yeah, I just remember uh, there was like a, a, a dude in there. Okay, so it was like me and my dad went to pee and then, you know, whatever. I finished first. He finished first. I don't know what happened. I'm old enough that I know how to navigate a bathroom, you know. You know, just don't don't go far from the bathroom, but you don't got to watch me. You know what I'm saying? Like that era of life <laughs> where like somebody should check to make sure you leave. But like, you know, you don't got to be in there. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, whatever happened, I just know there was a dude that worked there that was next to me. And he was just a real happy, like in a great mood, great spirits guy. Okay. And I remember he had a very large afro like it was at least six inches from his scalp like it was enough that i was like yo you know what i mean like i was like that that's what's up you you're really rocking it because i mean even now let alone then you know like they just they just never made a comeback and i don't know why i mean it must be a pain in the ass right anytime my hair gets longer than like four inches i'm like jesus (laughs) you know this is way too much for me to deal with i'm getting greasy by 5 p.m it's like when am i supposed to take a shower i haven't been home you know what i mean so it's got to be something like that but uh yeah it was great and i think he had like you know he had like a vest on and pants it's like a theater you know so they they make it seem like the place is real nice Uh, you know you can wear whatever you want into the thing i've never understood any place that has like super fancy uniforms but then the place itself doesn't have a dress code it's like what are you making these people parade around in these ridiculous outfits for you know what i mean because they're not getting paid shit just because people are spending a lot when they're there doesn't mean you have to create this illusion of grandeur or whatever the fuck it's called you know let me you know, let them wear what they want. Put a name tag on Like, give an indicator, you know. There should always be an indicator that somebody works at the place that they work at, I think. But, Jesus, you know, people making $8 an hour wearing fucking tuxedos to work. Uncomfortable beyond all belief. Um, you know, and then you got to feed these rich people and get treated like shit. But you got to fucking tie on, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, it was one of those scenarios. And then I just remember the dude was like, he was either like, he was either washing his hands himself because he had to use the restroom or he was like filling up like a towel thing. But I think that since he was in that suit, he was just using the bathroom. You know what I mean? Like any guy who comes and does bathroom duty probably has like a janitor suit. But I don't really know. I don't know the mechanics of the thing. I know that he was just at the sink with me. Well, kind of. So, basically, he was at the sink. I walked past the sink. I beeline it for the door, okay? I'm a small child, okay? Um, I am... I, I'm bathing on a regimen here. This isn't... You know what I mean? I'm not at a point where it's like you pick your, your bathing. You know, you're bathing daily. Whether you want to or not. Uh, you know, and I didn't, but I did. So, you know what I mean? I'm clean... I have no hair on my body. Everything is clean, okay? (laughs) The point that I'm getting at is if I'm going to take a piss, I can fucking walk out the door. I'm a child. You know what I mean? There's no fucking, like, eight-year-olds, however old I was. You know what I mean? I was single-digit years old. I don't got dirty dick running around. I've I've always found that so stupid and illogical to me. Like, first of all, you can take a piss without touching anything. And if you can't, you know, you need to work on your mechanics because sometimes you're going to be in a bind and you're not going to be able to get it out a traditional way. Maybe that's where I've learned it. I've always just panicked that I'm not going to be able to do things normal. But I'm just saying, like, you can totally avoid, like, ever touching your dick when you're taking a piss purely, especially in a urinal. So this whole illusion of, like, go wash your hands, I mean, (laughs) this doesn't reflect well upon me right now i realize that but it's about the principle of it i'm just saying like if you genuinely didn't do anything extra you know what i mean then i don't understand 
like it's good practice to just wash your hands anyway, I guess, consistently. Sure. Sure. I'm just saying there's no extra reason to other than you probably just should be washing them. Like, I'll give you that one. But you know what I mean? So then especially when you're a kid, I mean that now. Like, there's plenty of times I can go in there, boom, like nothing but net. You know what I mean? My hands stayed just as clean. Like, I could wash my hands first, then go take a piss. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, don't make it seem like because I took a piss that my hands are now dirty. They either already were and still are, or they weren't and still aren't. There we go. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, especially when I'm a little kid, like I extra don't give a fuck because like I don't even understand what any rules to anything are or why they're in place or whatever. So I'm just walking out and I just remember seeing this dude in the mirror like soaping up, you know, you know, doing all the lathering and whatnot. And I just remember, hey, little man, like big smile, huge, pure white teeth, like the whitest teeth you've ever seen. Perfectly straight beautiful smile okay i don't know how this man's working at the theater and not performing on the stage because like right there just him lighting up was pure magic okay (laughs) and he's like hey little man aren't you gonna wash your and then that's all i heard because i let the door close because i was leaving and as Let's say I was between six and eight. As that young of a child, even then, I was like, damn, I just did that dude so bogus. And I felt guilt. (laughs) And I felt bad about it. Like, the rest of the day, and still to this day, that's why I remember the story. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, it did not, it probably didn't affect him at all. He's probably like, damn, that little kid's dirty as hell. (laughs) Like, right as the door closed, he's probably like, all right, whatever, fuck me, right? You know, like... That's a, that's a thing. But like I, that stuck with me because that dude was like, "Are you washing hands?" And I'm like, "Man, why is everybody gonna pressure me to do this?" I think that that was part of it too. Like as a kid, I was like, "Man, everybody's giving me all this shit all the time." <laughs> you know, I can't handle this much pressure. Everybody's always telling me how many things I gotta do. Leave me alone. Let me rebel. You know, maybe I don't want to wash my fucking hands, Derek, or whatever that guy's name was. You know, and that reminded me of a second story that is uh, similar in uh, uh, in that I disappointed another black man. Now, this time around, uh, <laughs> we were at an arcade. It may have been an arcade within an amusement park. Uh, either way, that's not relevant. This one's a little bit quicker. So we're just in the amusement park. Basically, this dude was interacting with someone, loved it, or again, was just in a great mood anyway, beforehand, whatever, and uh, this dude's smiling ear to ear, maybe laughing a little bit, and we make eye contact from across the arcade, not very far, you know, not like wa- not like one wall to the other, but like I'm in the middle, he's against the wall, you know, and uh, I-, I don't, I don't smile for people. Usually. Now, if it's like a work setting, uh, formerly a school setting, or a family thing, sure. You know, like when the social situation is personal and like dictates my behavior, sure. I'll throw on a little fake smile to fit your little societal code um, because I guess I'm a sociopath based on what I just said. But that's okay. You know, accept everybody. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't like, I don't like to do that, you know, like earn your shit. I don't like to smile in pictures. If I do, I do it ironically and I do a dumb thing. You know, I just don't see why you should fake that. And I guess other people just smile more naturally. And in my head, everybody's faking all their smiles, uh, in like photos and stuff. Maybe that's a thing. Maybe that's not, uh, whatever. But so I just don't. So like if somebody looks at me and smiles like on the street, probably won't smile back. Um, I think that that is insane behavior. Sidebar story within a story. Here we go. I remember one time I was visiting my boy when he lived in Boulder, Colorado. Me and my other boy were walking to the store in the morning, right? We're just walking down the sidewalk. Sidewalk. I wonder if that's like a Sopranos thing. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to kill a guy while you're trying to kill a guy to cover up the fact that you were trying to kill that guy. Side whack. I told you that coffee would get to me. We're going into inception level storytelling here. So, uh, you know, we're just minding our own fucking business. Just walking to where we got to walk. You know what I mean? Like, sorry that sidewalks are public, but we're, what we're doing is what we're doing. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's just a Midwestern thing. Maybe that's just a city thing. I don't know. Uh, but people tend to disagree with me. Uh, when I talk about stuff like this, but like if I'm if I'm doing a thing, leave me alone. You know what I mean? Like who who are these people to talk to me? Like unless you're like doing a thing, I just don't understand it. You know, maybe it's polite society, maybe it's good. I don't know. All I'm saying is you can leave someone alone and you can talk to someone, and both times you can respect them. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have you don't have to be neighborly. It's not like oh saying. Anyway, the point is, we're just crossing paths, and they're like, we're, we're we're like stuck at a light with these people now. However, it lined up, like we both had to cross, like they came towards us, but then we both had to turn at the same spot or whatever. And they're like, "Good morning," and like I don't say a word, you know, because naturally I'm just like, you know, my thing is if you just ignore someone, they'll stop. <laughs> that's that's how you get away with strangers. Get away with strangers. That's how you get strangers away. I don't know. That's how you get left alone. You just don't speak. Because otherwise you can escalate or whatever. But anyway, so yeah, they're like, good morning. My buddy, of course, you know, being polite is just like, morning. And then they're like, where are you? Like asking a bunch of questions like, where were you guys up to? Like, where are you from? We're heading out doing this. What are you guys doing today? And I'm like, whoa, 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 bro. Did we happen to run into the only people we know out here? You know what I mean? Like, do we happen to run into mutual friends that are also on vacation in the exact same neighborhood at the end? You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't know you. Why? Why is this interesting to me? Just please. Please leave me alone. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the point that I was trying to get to was that uh, I don't like th- things like that. So, like, I wasn't, like, super smiley. I'm not like, oh, hey, good morning. It's about time somebody asked, you know. I was walking by all these other people just saying, hey, how are you? Nobody would answer me. It was driving me insane. I was just waiting to have a conversation with somebody I'll never speak to again for no reason. You know? And then that interrupts the conversation I'm having. And then, okay, so it interrupts the conversation I'm already having. That bugs me. Then I got to, like, fake a whole thing. That bugs me. Then they leave. And I I don't know where I'm at in my previous conversation. So naturally, I'm going to talk about that interaction just happened. Then I look like the asshole for saying, look at these assholes for interrupting us and, like, doing all that thing. And And then the response is almost always like, what? They were just being nice. And it's like, yeah, they were. But we were talking about something. And clearly, you don't value our conversation. Right? So, that you know, maybe... Yeah, I think I'm just insane. But, I mean, that's this is what I got to deal with all the time, you know? And so that bothers me. So, anyway, back to the original, original OG second-tier story. Um, yeah, we're making eye contact across the arcade, and that, that dude just keeps his, like, little, like, r- like his real big, like, laugh, like, little laugh smile, p- pot- potential laughter. And, uh... You know, I just had a straight face already. His smile did not make me smile, and I just held eye contact. I don't know. I think that that's just a kid thing, you know, because now, like, I, I barely want to make eye contact with anyone. It's pretty rough, um, <laughs> which actually I'm going to get into. Um, and, yeah, uh, the smile just slowly went from ear to ear and down to, like a, like, a frown almost, but, like, like a soulless, like, holy shit, dude. And uh, I think I bummed that guy out. That one I, like, saw his face afterward, you know? Uh, so that's why that one stuck with me. But, yeah, I just keep disappointing these people at places who are just trying to be nice. And, you know, I'm just a kid. Life is a nightmare. <laughs> uh, shout out to Simple Plan. All the songs are the same. So if you like, if you like one of them, you'll like all of them, you know? Which actually isn't that bad of a selling point, now that I think about it. Uh, Absolutely horrendous to listen to. Sounds good in practice.
Maybe their band practice even. Uh, but that sounds good on paper. It is not. So leading into what I was trying to get to, uh, and I'm glad that that worked out, was I've been trying some new stuff. <laughs> uh, so pretty much, as I had mentioned, kind of panicked out, freaked out about being uh, old. And I'm not. I get it. But I panicked. Uh, so I kind of just forced a lot of changes. So, yeah, and it all happened to work out really well, which validates all of this decision-making that I'm about to say. Um, this totally could have gone horribly wrong. So, I mean, I, I, I like to think I made a really calculated choice. Um, but like for a minute, I'm about to explain the whole thing, but like for a minute, I was like, damn, I fucked this up. And then I got like double validated. It was pretty sick. Uh, but yeah, so this, this could easily not be applicable in many situations. I just happened to really strike gold at the right amount of time. Um, but it, it was preceded by a full on, uh, existential panic and dread. So, which is still lingering there in the background, by the way. You know, it doesn't go anywhere for me, ever. Uh, some days it just really comes to the forefront. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I absolutely despised every single second at my now previous employer. And while there, I would just spend all day there, like, on a computer. Basically, I worked alone to not really do much other than, like, two hours a day. Like, I had to do manual labor two hours a day and then just kind of fuck around and, like, find a way to kill time the whole rest of the day. Now, there were plenty of meaningless, stupid, lazy people things that I didn't do because I was lazy. You know what I mean? But, like, a bunch of, like, you know, little minute, tedious bullshit things you could do that don't really matter. Um... I don't really need to get into it, but there was just, like, a bunch of, uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, I could, like, grab a duster and, like, dust, but, that, like, for me, that takes 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't have a thing. So, anyway, um, and then the other option was, like, talking to people, and I definitely wasn't trying to do that. So, I would just, like, sit on a computer and, like, you know, apply for new jobs all day, pretty much, and, you know, do whatever the fuck. I just couldn't, you know what I mean? I was just checked out. And so, the first thing I did there was, like, I, I like, signed up. Uh, for some stuff, like a basically a class on how to approach stand up, like stand up one hundred and one. So my thing is, um, I'm terrified. <laughs> so I I was hoping that it would somehow, you know, like help me understand, like give me a method on how to be comfortable with that. And I don't think that it'll do that after going to the first one that I just did. Um, but it's still something to do, which is what I'm getting to. So anyway, the point is just that I signed up for it. It doesn't really matter. I shouldn't be doing the podcast first. I should have been doing that first anyway, but if I never do it, I may never do this. So I kind of had to do this. Okay. So don't judge me on that. But anyway, so the point is I did that and then like, it was like two months out, you know, uh, it's not like, oh, you start this week. Um, so it was kind of just something to look forward to. But then, like, things just kept getting shittier and shittier, and I just couldn't take it anymore. And one day I was just like, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this. Because it definitely contributed to everything that I was feeling already. Because I, like, I absolutely despised it, you know? So, like, it made everything else feel like a waste, right? So I just dipped. Like, not really with a plan. Like, I knew my tax return was coming, and I knew I had a check like the next day. So I was like, I, I can I can make it like two, three months, like if I have to. You know what I mean? Um But yeah, I just dipped and luckily I lined the thing up pretty quickly. And I still haven't started yet. I've I, I took like like three weeks off. But uh <laughs> just just cause I kinda could. Um but I'll get to that. So anyway, along the timeline. So yeah, I just kind of dip. Uh, and then I'm like, fuck, it feels great to be free. You know, like that first week <laughs> of liberation is phenomenal. Um, and yeah, so like I got I got a check and then I got my tax return. And I'm like, okay, this is great. You know, like we're sta stacking for the long run. 
um, standing on a cop's truck. But uh, uh, from there, I just kind of started, like, chilling pretty hard at first, you know, like, treat it like a little vacation. And then, like, a little bit of panic sets in, and then, like, you start getting a couple bills, and then you're like, fuck. Maybe I'm going to run out of money a little sooner than I thought. Then I was like, fuck it, I'll skip, like, my student loan bill, because that's, like, more than half a stack. And... Uh, fuck it, I don't want to be paying it anyway. <laughs> uh, I ended up doing it because I caved because I'm too nervous. I never miss a thing. I got the credit score boom, and you know I can't be losing it. Anyway, so I start to panic like that, and I'm like, shit, man, I was, like, buying stuff. You know, like, I was chilling real hard, and I, like, didn't have a gig lined up, and then all of a sudden I had a gig lined up, and then all of a sudden um, I forgot that, like, checks like you like you work two weeks be- like a week behind your thing or whatever so i had had a full another check coming so i'm like okay well i now have more money than i did when i even started doing this whole thing and i like paid off all like paid off my credit card and blah 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 so basically everything just worked out super perfectly and i was able to like sell one of my instruments and swap it out for like something that's better suited for me and then Boom, next thing you know, I'm starting that class. Then boom, next thing you know, like I ordered a yoga mat and I'm like doing YouTube yoga, like chilling. And it's just like, boom, everything just like completely flipped from where I was at because I was just like miserable, (laughs) right? You know what I mean? Like I was just going from like work to home to like, you know what I mean? Just bummed that I had to get up to go there, bummed that I'm still there, bummed that it takes so long to get back. Then I'm, like, bummed I got to go back the next day. You know what I mean? And it would would just, like, be the cycle. Because, like, thinking about having to work again next destroyed me. But, okay, we have finally arrived at the point. That's why I was kind of stammering through that. Because I was trying to get to here and then was forgetting exactly what happened. So... The one really big downside, I'm not going to say that it was all fucking peaches and cream and I was chilling, other than, like, the financial freakout was, um, it's also very, very sad to just be fully isolated. So, like, yes, uh, even though I worked by myself, I didn't really talk to anybody there. I was still, like, leaving the house. Like, I was still having some interaction with somebody, you know? But after a while, and then, like, it's just easy to stay inside, I guess, is the big difference. It's like, at least there, like, it like forced me to leave whether I wanted to or not, right? Um, because here's the thing, like, I'm super, I, I love being out, but I also love being in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could do either. But there has to be a reason to go out. There's no reason to be in. And that's the big thing, is that I could, I could and ended up uh, just staying in for days on end. And it's like, okay, well, I can't really spend money, so I can't go, like, basically anywhere. And I'm, it's cold, so I don't really want to. And then the next thing you know, it's like, Jesus, would somebody please just hit me up? <laughs> right? So before you know it, you're, like, trying to contact anybody who may have anything to say. Ooh, having a little malfunction here. Okay, we're good. Um, and yeah, you just get kind of almost desperate for like just some kind of contact, but at the same time, you also kind of get accustomed to it. Um, because the reason why I brought up that I was doing that class was it was like, I almost was like, I'm, I might not go. Um, because it's super easy once you're home with all your stuff, if you got food and water, you know what I mean? It's really easy to just be like, nah, I'm good. You know, especially with like phones tv like i have infinite amount of entertainment here it's warm here blah 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 like i can give you a bunch of reasons and it's really easy to just say like nah fuck it nah fuck it and before you know it it's like oh i've been bailing on like everything you know and because like especially like when you don't have a thing to go to you know five days a week it's really easy to just not go to anything um so that that's a thing that I kind of struggled with, and I was glad that that class was starting, because uh, it was a reason to get out of the house and actually like talk to somebody too. Like they they forced us into uh, uh, like a name like a name remembering thing. It was as much for our benefit as theirs, and it was cool. It was a cool idea because I think that's like 
I guess jobs can't really do it because people don't start at the same time. But I think that like in a school setting, it also made sense to do like name exercises because it could take months sometimes, you know, like depending on who's who and what's what, you know, and like that's the worst part. And these are short term classes. So it made sense that they did all that. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like I, the, the hardest thing easily about being out of school period is you don't meet anybody unless you are a social butterfly or if you're like you know good looking or whatever but fuck those people anybody that's good looking can go fuck themselves uh uh but yeah i mean you just can't unless you're able to do it and as a shy anxiety riddled possible jew i'm throwing it out there you know until i get a 23 and me I'm going to say it's possible, okay? Uh, then I'm I'm definitely not going up to anybody. You know what I mean? So, I mean, just like a reason to get out and a reason to, like, talk to somebody is dope. I mean, hopefully the, the real goal is that I actually get something out of it. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'm not there for any social reasons necessarily. I guess that that's just a nice, that's just a nice additional reason to do it. You know what I mean? I definitely put a thought into that. It's like, well... If any of my four friends are busy, I'm probably staying in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I don't know. It, it's just, there's just a weird social pressure. Like I talked about, like being, being raised with the tech, it's like, I, I don't know who's cool to hit up now. Like, is there a bunch of people just sitting at home hoping that somebody texts them? You know, because I don't know how to gauge it. And then I, uh, you know what I mean? And I I rather just not hit somebody up or then like you hit the wrong person. Out, and you know what I mean? And there's just all this weird digital social pressure that's unbelievable. And I, th- that that I would like to get rid of. But uh, there's nothing we can really do about that. We just, I guess, just being more comfortable, just spewing it out there. Uh, but yeah, the real thing that I was like focused on was um just trying to do shit different it's like (laughs) as dumb as that sounds and as easy as that stupid sentence flowed out of me i mean it's not as easy as it seems like i i've been off taking my vitamins for like two months and it has become a habit now not taking them and every time i remember to go take them I, i i i'm not in a place where i'm able to go take them and then i don't and next thing you know i'm just still not taking my vitamins so like once you like a habit is hard to break period whether it's a good one or bad one i think we all know that but like i accidentally fell out of one and it became a habit to not do that habit so like even the ones that i want to do i can't you know what i mean like it's it doesn't make any sense i don't know maybe i'm just a person of polar extremes but what are you gonna do anyway uh Again, apologies for a jumbled mess on here. I fucking learned right away uh, that uh, I probably shouldn't be slamming a fucking mega coffee right before this. Because now I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm stammering through this whole thing. It's like I got the meat sweats over here. I think I should start taking something. (laughs) Maybe I should pop a ketamine before one of these. And you can like listen to me doze off live, you know. Then I'll cut it down after the fact. It'll end up being like 14 minutes long. Uh, maybe that'll be more entertaining. At least then I'll potentially speak in coherent sentences without jumping around like I'm fucking Zathra. I never saw the movie, so I don't know if that's an accurate thing. But I feel like they bounce around. But I don't really know. What are you going to do? Uh, but I digress. Whatever I was trying to say, I don't really know. I think I was maybe trying to inspire somebody with something... But I don't know. Basically, I was just like, fuck it. Like, at what point am I just going to, like, take charge and, like, do what I want to do? And uh, I decided that that time was now because it won't happen later. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if you can financially time everything properly, I, I recommend switching shit up. Uh, the only thing that I'm upset with myself for is that I have not taken my vitamins. And I haven't gotten better at brushing my teeth either. I'll admit that firsthand right here fucking drives me up the wall (laughs) brushing my teeth and i just never fucking do it not never sorry but i'm not hitting twice a day you know what i mean and i'm certainly not flossing 
I just can't. I don't know what it is. It's like I could be in the bathroom and I could like look at my toothbrush. And I could be like, oh shit, didn't do it. And I'm like, nah, I'll get to it later. And then I just don't do it some days. You know what I mean? Like in that exact scenario, I'll still just be like, fuck, nah. <laughs> Somebody else will do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know what that's about. So th- those are my two things that I need to kick into shape. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I just started switching it up, doing things I felt like I should have been doing. Uh, I guess little progress is some. I it, it took pretty grand gestures for me to change my thing. Maybe you can do it subtly. Uh, this isn't meant to be an inspirational thing anyway. Like I said, I'm just wired on that fucking caffeine. Uh, so if you think you just wasted a bunch of time listening to this fucking idiot ramble on about nothing forever, uh, then I apologize. And uh, yeah, that that uh, that either went really well or it felt as stupid as I feel for trying to do it right now. You know what I mean? It's like you either won first place. Like it's like uh, it's like when they said La La Land won the Oscar and then the dude ran up like hype. You know what I mean? I feel like that guy. <laughs> I feel like that guy. I either feel like that guy right before he got up there, you know what I mean? He's like, oh shit. Or I feel like that guy right after he read it was like, oh fuck, <laughs> not me. You know what I mean? Can you imagine how much that guy's stomach dropped? You go from the greatest feeling probably you've ever had in your life. You know, I haven't had a kid, but I imagine winning an Oscar feels a little bit better. I'm just saying. You're going through a lot. <laughs> when you're having a kid winning an oscar is like just positives but i guess if you're in movies you got the money you should be fine you know the nanny will raise the baby whatever uh but yeah imagine that moment it's like holy shit sweet sweet victory and then you're like oh fuck no warren Beatty just just ruined my moment that I shouldn't have even had. Like, I could have at least felt like shit in my seat, you know? How did that guy even stay standing? You know what I mean? Like, my knees would have just started, like, trembling, and I wouldn't have known what to do. So he handled it like a champ, absolutely. Became a meme, completely just worthy. Just worthy? Is that a word? Anyway. Uh, somebody let me know, you know? <laughs> Where's my dictionary guy? Where's my producer slash Google man that apparently everybody has? I would love having a Google man on deck because every time I try to Google something, or woman, but every time I try to Google something, um, I get distra- I can't talk and type. Who knew? Like I can do it conversationally, but I guess when you put the big lights on and you press the big red button... You know, I just can't handle the pressure of trying to do two things at one time. You know, maybe I'm just that hyper-focused into this, you know. So let that be a lesson for everybody. I am putting in the effort, whether you like to think so or not. Uh, but yeah, I could not imagine that moment. And uh, I don't know why I'm bringing it up now. <laughs> like like it just happened. But that was the first uh, the first analogy that came to my head. And it's just like, you th- you're elated. I cannot stress that enough, how great you must be feeling. And then they're just you get up there, and you're the one who's like, no, I, I didn't win. Are you stupid? Um, but props to that guy for handling it. But, th- yeah, so that that's how I feel about that whole little middle part there. Uh, I either feel like I won or, like, like you took it all away from me. So if you want to take it all away from me, you know, it's your fucking prerogative. But it's pretty rude, bro. Okay? Don't be Warren Beatty is all I'm trying to say. Don't Warren Beatty me. I had a moment of weakness. <laughs> and I, I tried to do a thing. But, uh, yeah, no. Take charge of your shit. Don't fucking... Who cares? Everything's going to work out. And even if it doesn't, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, unless you don't have a, a fallback plan and you're like, yo, if, uh, if, if, if I run out of cash, I can't go stay at mom's house. You know, I don't mean financially. I got no financial backup. So, I, I just have a savings account. So, I guess that counts. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't have anybody who's about to pay my rent. I just knew that I was good for, like, six months. If it if it really got that desperate. But, I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to get a gig anyway. That's not really the point. I'm not saying go quit your job. Unless you want to, then you should. That's what I'm saying. 
you know, if you want to do something else, just go fucking try if if you if you can. Unless you got a kid, you know, that ruins everything. Or or even a wife, you know. Don't get married, don't have kids, and then go do whatever. <laughs> that that should be the new national anthem. Because that's real advice. <laughs> it's not. I mean, also do whatever you want. If that's what you want, go do that. That's, that's you know, that's what America should be all about. Instead, it's uh, do only these five things. And uh, make sure you let us know about it so we can take the proper amount of money. Anyway, let's not get political here. Am I right, fellas? Boy, this is what happens when you only prepare like 10 minutes <laughs> worth of stories. For some reason, I really thought that that whole thing would drag out a lot longer. But what are you going to do? Now it's time for me to think on my feet, act natural, live vivaciously. I want you to live vicariously, okay? Uh, but not through me, because <laughs> that would be a really waste <laughs> of time. I, a really waste. This is where we're at. We can't even fucking talk anymore. This guy's a clown. This guy's a fucking clown. Speaking of which, uh, just did another rewatch on Goodfellas. Let's let's dive into that uh, because I think that there's a lot to talk about. N- I mean, obviously, because y- that movie's still a fucking huge deal. But there's a few things that I realized. This is probably my fourth or fifth watch. Uh, second within a couple months. Uh, so the the first takeaway that I have now. I guess. So would that make it the first one? It's probably like my 10th takeaway at this point. Let's not get into the semantics of it. Let's just dive right in. Shall we? Uh, Ray Liotta's performance gets better and better every time I watch it. The first time I saw that movie, I thought he sucked. And I did not like the movie because I thought he sucked. Now that was a long time ago. We're talking a decade at least. Okay. Uh, so fuck that opinion right off the bat. I think he crushes it. And if you don't too bad, I don't like looking at him while he laughs. Uh, but that's, you know, that's not his fault. That's not anybody's fault. So I'm not going to call that a sufficient criticism. Uh, that's just a personal thing that I object to. Uh, two, I thought that they put emphasis on the wrong parts of his childhood. Now, I think they showed enough well, okay, so not the wrong parts. I guess that they took too long on certain parts and didn't show enough of the end part. So the whole beginning, pretty cool, drags on a little bit. You know, the the kid wasn't very good. And, like, I got the gist of it. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't need to show that much. They could have cut it down a little bit more, maybe a little more montage Whatever. Uh, maybe the reasoning was deliberate. Maybe they just wanted to show all the parts they want to show. Whatever, like, I'm fine with it. But I think that him working with Jimmy and, well, him getting, like, with Joe Pesci's character, like, as kids, I think that we could have saw a little more to that, more of them together in youth. Now, I, the reason why I want to cut some away is because I don't want more of him as a kid. So, whatever. But I just think showing them work together a little better or a little more would have worked better to show, like, what... I mean, I guess it implies that they had a good rapport the whole time, and, like, that's why they're still so close. But to just imply that part of it, it, it's a reason why I think all of their relationships are kind of hollow and empty. Now, I get that they're gangsters, but it's supposed to be a family, and they're supposed to be the closest people, you know? So that's why they react so intensely when he gets whacked, like when Pesci's character gets whacked, you know, because they've been spending all the time together. So I, I don't know. I, I just don't think that that's reflected well. Maybe that's the point. Maybe that's why Henry was so eager to flip on him. Because since he's the guy you're focusing on, um, he doesn't look at these relationships as closely as you know maybe they do with each other. I don't know. If that's supposed to be intentional and I just... <laughs> and I just had the revelation right now, then sure, then that's great. Uh, but I don't buy that if that is supposed to be the case. Um, speaking of that whole thing, a lot of issues with Jimmy, a lot of issues with Jimmy. So one, he's like 35 years. Okay. I get that. He's that like De Niro was older in the first place. Like he, he was not a young guy. I get that. 
But if he's supposed to be like 21 or whatever, when Ray Liotta and Joe Pesci's characters are being played by children, then they probably should have got another guy to play De Niro because he looks like he's like 35 then. Um, because I just remember like they're supposed to be 16 or whatever when they're playing by the kids. They're being played by kids. And then there's a scene when Ray Liotta meets Karen and or like he's on a date with Karen and her voiceover's there and she's like he was 22 and I'm like Ray Liotta's supposed to be 22 what okay that's already a huge stretch but then how old's Jimmy supposed to be and then you know what I mean and it just throws the whole thing so I think that the age thing is it's just weird yes uh, but I guess the biggest gripe is just that, like, when they were kids, he should have been played by somebody else because he's not supposed to be that much older than them. From what I remember, could be way off, but I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be at least a few, only a few years apart, but he looks ages ahead, and then, like, yeah. So that was just weird. I think everybody has that gripe, though, so that's not that big of a deal. That's movie shit. That's just how that's going to go, I guess. Whatever. Um, you can easily make all the exact same arguments about The Irishman, so I guess... It's about who's in it, and, like, so for pure clarification, as always, De Niro was a powerhouse, and, like, you know, he did an amazing thing, as always, you know. His performance was great. I think that my issues are with, like, the character specifically. I just think that that's important to clarify. Um, from watching all these Scorsese-De Niro collabs and, like, learning about, like, how De Niro was involved with so much, like, in writing a bunch of these. Not not this one, I don't think. But, like, the lengths he goes to prepare and, like, all that shit. Uh, I, I didn't know that. I didn't assume all that. Because, like, the my first De Niro experiences were, like, meet the parents just because of how old um, I was at the time of those coming out. and You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. And it's, like, I, all I know is that the guy's a legend, but I don't know why. So, like, now that I kind of know why, it makes more sense than ever. Um, I still got to figure out the Pacino thing, you know. I still haven't seen The Godfather Part Two, which is insane. I know. Please don't crucify me. I, it's been brutal for me. Okay. I also want to. Especially because the Nero's in it. I bet he has a better performance than Pacino regardless of what everybody says. Uh, but that's not really the point that I'm trying to get at here. So anyway, uh, he absolutely crushed it. I just don't think that the character was there very much there. I think part of it comes from the fact, okay, he's center in the poster, right? And I get that that's like a marketing thing and they need to make money and like they wanted somebody other than Ray Liotta because like it what they needed to sell the movie or whatever. And that's fine, like it, the business part of it. But I don't give a fuck about the business part of it. So just speaking artistically, he's in the center of the poster, uh, this dude has no, de like, development or any real anything. They're just like, this guy's fucking crazy. And then, like, he doesn't really act that crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, P Pesci's character is the one who's, like, off the walls and, like, super fucked up. They're just like, Jimmy loves stealing. And then he stole stuff. And it's like, yeah, okay. I think that that's the one area where they, like, use the voiceover in a negative way. I totally agree with everybody that it adds so much to this movie and, like, needs to be a part of it. Um, but, yeah, I think that they used it to explain all of Jimmy's character, which is not cool. And then he doesn't really act like the character that much. But, like, the performance that he gives with what he's, like, what De Niro's been given which isn't much, is phenomenal. And I think that that's why it ends up working. I'm just saying, like, we could have used a little more Jimmy Conway, either backstory or, like, life story, because they're in these personal live things with Pesci and uh, Ray Liotta, but they don't get into it with Jimmy so much, but he's supposed to be the third guy in their little triangle, like, mini group. So, I don't know. I just think that Jimmy's relationship with them and their whole thing, that's what I think just was lacking in the movie. Um, but then, like, yeah, the more I just realized, like, once the cocaine is introduced, how everyone's talking faster and how crazy everything is, like, subtly, like, obviously the thing where it takes him all day to make the pasta and he just goes in and out. Like, obviously that's a whole coke thing and that's fucking perfectly done and unbelievable. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... Basically, I just wanted to go over those those tiny little... Those are my tiny little complaints on it. That's about all I got. I think the movie's flawless after that. Other than that. Not after that. But um, I don't really understand 
uh, the helicopter thing, like if they are fake or real, because then they end up finding out that they were under surveillance. I guess it was just so you think that they might be fake, right? Um, yeah, I'm pretty stupid. That's obvious. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so moving on. Yeah, absolute masterpiece. I love it. Probably not number one Scorsese for me. I think I'd still have to go Raging Bull. But then again, I'm still missing a lot. You know, like I've only seen the the major majors. Um, I gotta I gotta go back and watch it. Watch a bunch. I've seen a lot of the modern ones. You know, like Aviator and on. Uh, pretty much. But, uh, yeah, I got to go back and watch a lot of the old ones. So we'll, we'll see how it goes there. But I, I just don't see Raging Bull being topped because every time I see that, I think it's better and better. And, uh, yeah, absolutely love it. I would say that that probably by default is the best sports movie of all time, but it's really a drama movie that revolves around sports. So it's like a weird gray area, you know? But I guess there's hardly any movies that are truly sports movies and the ones that are kind of suck. You know what I mean? Like, Miracle... I guess there's a lot of drama in that, too. I mean, I understand, like, to make a movie, there has to be... It has to either be, like, a comedy or drama. Like, there has to be a genre around it. Um, But I guess movies that focus on the sports side of it more is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Because Raging Bull's about Jake Lamada. It's not about boxing if that makes sense which it does because i said it bitch uh <laughs> no i'm kidding uh but i mean you know because other than that then you're getting into like field of dreams is technically a sports movie and like i could put that up there uh basically just give me some more ray Liotta, right there's not enough ray Liotta out there uh he's phenomenal you go ray Liotta. i love you is this heaven <laughs> you know uh tell me that doesn't bring a tear into your eye it's iowa somebody take me to the field of dreams white Sox game come on guys let's take a trip anyway i'm real excited about that i think that's one of the coolest things ever and i love when movies like are so dope that they have to blend into reality like field of dreams to this day is so sick that they're playing a major league game at that field in a farm now, baseball definitely needs all the help it can get, <laughs> so uh, it's not necessarily a move of, uh, hey, we're just being dope. It's a little bit desperate, probably, but that's okay, like, whatever it takes, because um, I definitely think that that's where, like, NHL's Winter Classic spawned out of. There's no way that they were like, okay, what are the, what, what are, we, how do we break into a new market? They're like, how do we save... <laughs> how do we get something out of this because we are not making the kind of money we should be making that that that's definitely where i think that came from that was like what is the craziest shit we could come up with <laughs> that'll hopefully really work even though it sounds you know what i mean because that idea sounds dumb hey on new year's day we're gonna pick one of the coldest places we can find <laughs> and we're gonna put a game outside where nobody can really see it that close how does that sound? And everybody's like, fuck it. Let's go. You know, on paper, it sounds both awesome and terrible. And I think usually if that's the case, any like billion dollar place probably won't, business won't do the, the terrible part. Like if there's any terrible part on their end, it's because those risks are pretty bad, you know, I think. what ha And then like what happens if it's unseasonably? I get that they're prepared and everything and they did it really well. I'm just saying. I think that there's a lot of red flags that came up in those meetings, and they're like, dude, we need the cash. And they're like, yeah, 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 you're right. Let's do it. Fuck it. And it'll be awesome. And now they just do it like a bunch of times a year still, I think, right? Um, I don't know, because you can't watch hockey pretty much anywhere. So what a disaster that whole league is. It's, it's a shame, uh, but, you know, you sign your own fucking contracts. It's not my job to feel sorry for you. It's your job to do shit right. So take that NHL. Uh, but yeah, there should be more games outside for everybody. I think that uh, it would be dope to do like an outdoor basketball thing. Like it would be weird, sure. But I mean, like we're fucking the season goes into spring, like do a spring game outside. That'd be fun. You know, especially if it's like towards the end of the season, who gives a fuck? You know, or like the Lakers could play outside every day. Wouldn't matter. 
I just think that in certain markets that that you know what I mean. If your attendance sucks, fill up the the football stadium across the street one day, and just do it like that. Especially if it's a place with a retractable roof. Worst case scenario, you close the fucking roof. You know, and you you know what I mean. You try to make out a whole event. Like, why isn't the the All Star Game should be outside? But then it would have to be in a warm place every time, right? So I guess some years it should be inside, some years it should be outside, whatever. But I think that like if it dictates it, why not? You know, hold the All Star Game in L.A. Keep the roof open. Let Let's see how it works in a stadium environment too. Like, would that be more fun, less fun, whatever? I'd like to find out. But see, like they're not in any mode to be desperate. All of their all of the NBA's moves are super calculated. Like they did the esports league that's brilliant and it's like totally connecting with like the current general like you know what I mean? Everything they're doing makes sense. Like there's a lot more internet presence and blah 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 blah. Internet but you know what I mean? They're doing everything they can to be modern, but none of it's desperate. You know what I mean? Like playing a game outside isn't desperation. Or is desperation. But that's not modern necessarily like it doesn't really benefit their initiatives in any way but i just think that would be a cool thing but places don't do cool things unless they're desperate usually or whatever shower me with a million examples of when people just did dope shit to do it that's even better that's what i that's all i'm trying to say here if you got a dope idea fucking run that shit bro i don't know like if i'm google i'm buying everything just like disney is like disney as much as it is frightening me because it's just like stop owning all the stuff I like because you're going to ruin it because don't do that. I don't want that family shit. You know what I mean? I don't want everything to be fucking family, family shit. Get that shit out of here, you know. Uh, but like they're doing it right. It's like swallow up everything. Eat it all. Like <laughs> why are you letting any competition happen? You can just own all the good shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would rather be owning dope shit. Like if I'm McDonald's, I would buy Burger King or whatever <laughs> if those financials are possible. You know what I mean? Like why are you not eating up whatever you can eat up? Doesn't have you know what I mean? I I I have no business acumen of any kind. So maybe everything I'm saying doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's impossible. Whatever. Uh, I've been pretty incoherent this entire time. And uh, I apologize if this has been a terrible grading listen for you. <laughs> uh, for whatever reason, I'm just completely out of sorts. Too too much caffeine. I'm sitting down, and I wish I wasn't. Maybe that's part of it. My mind is running for me. Uh, the time has flown by, though. So say what you will about that. Uh, but I think that that's, that's one of the beautiful things about uh, this this. I, w- I won't say platform, but this form of whatever you want to call this. If you want to call it content, that's fine. I'm content to call it content. Haha. <laughs> a little bit of English banter there. Sorry for you uh, non-native speakers. I-, I just blew your mind there with a homo- homophone? Homonym? Homophone. I, d- I don't know. That wasn't a homophone because they don't sound the same. What's it called when they're just spelled the same? Uh, probably someone who had who learned English as a second language would know what that's called, <laughs> and not some dumb fuck like me who just forgets everything. Anyway, isn't that weird? How we know less about everything we think we know the most about, like American people. God, we're the worst. I really don't blame everybody else. I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> right now I'm speaking on behalf of America just to everybody else, you know, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, like, some of us d- maybe aren't like that. We probably are. You know, you hate me too. That's fine. Everybody does. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the thing is, is that if I keep this up, like, I fully intend to and, you know, pretty much have been. And, uh, you know, not not all of them are going to be winners, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but fuck it. Uh, sorry for putting out weak shit sometimes. That's just how it's going to go. You know, some days I'm not up to par. Uh, but at the same time, I probably shouldn't acknowledge that I'm not a fan of what I've just been doing. Yeah, that kind of sucks. 
But hey, you know, you know what they say, when you want honesty, you go listen to our fat, right? Because <laughs> nobody's telling it like it is anymore. Somebody tell it like it is. And they're like, oh, this guy's telling it like it is. And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. And sometimes the way it is is that I suck. <laughs> so uh you you may that 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 may be a reason for you to jump ship and realize you're not backing the right horse here but uh you know somebody at some point probably doubted secretariat and uh if i've learned anything it's that you do not for a fucking second doubt secretariat um he or she whatever went through a lot maybe as a horse i don't know what it's like being a horse and i would love to find out because I do not understand them. Why are you letting people sit on your back? Even if it's not that much effort. I just don't get it. And why are their teeth like people teeth? <laughs> Can someone explain to me? I don't know many animals with human flat teeth like that. Maybe we're just weird for having them. Or maybe somebody fucked a horse. Or a lot of people did at some point. You know, maybe one day I'm going to see a thing, you know, like one of my Facebook slot machine memes that's going to tell me that in the in the 1700s or whatever fucking time period, horses had sharp teeth. And then it's like, oh, somehow over time they flattened. But what that meme isn't telling me is that it's because a bunch of dudes fucked a bunch of horses and we got human teeth. <laughs> and then somehow that's it. I don't know. There's got to be an explanation for horse teeth. But, like, do they need to wear shoes? Is it actually better? Is it just a thing we do for them? I don't know. Maybe I would like to learn a lot more about horses. So please direct me to any good horse information that uh, won't take up too much of my time because I'm not actually that interested. But, uh, yeah, justice for horses. <laughs> or Or maybe not. I don't know. You know, I just, I, I have so many questions. I have so many questions. They could kill us all. They waste so much. Why are you, it's just weird. But then like you can't do anything about a wolf, you know, not necessarily that, you know, I understand that it's more of a predator and it's like got sharp teeth, right? So like if a horse didn't have the, the Billy Bob fuck teeth. It would be a threat, but 2,000 pounds runs like lightning, can crush your head, no problem. Not a threat because they don't have teeth. I'm just saying, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Somebody did something somewhere, and uh, <laughs> I don't think we talk about it nearly enough. So, hashtag justice for horses. Let's make that my new campaign. Do you think that you could run for mayor of a small town? Like, <laughs> like imagine there's a town uh, well I'm sure there's plenty of them because this country is ridiculous where like there, it's a big horse town you know not a one horse town there's a lot of horses in this town and you know it's a big part of the community there's like yearly horse pageants the whole town shuts down you know it's like Texas with football except you're in you know Wyoming with horses or whatever the fuck maybe they love buffalo I don't really know but not the city I love Buffalo, the city. They have Buffalo like the Buffalo. You could eat them, but maybe you shouldn't. What if people ate horses? You know what I mean? The human horse dynamic is absolutely insane. And like, we just ditched them. You know, they were our buddies, our steeds. We treated them like shit, apparently. You know, you just let them run off mountains or whatever. You didn't, like, you kind of loved your horse. You guys had a bond, but, like, it was weird, you know? They're like your brother you didn't want to take with you, but, like, you had to, I guess. But, but then, like, we race them and kill them, and then, like, cars came along, and we're like, fuck them. And they're like, oh, well, we don't know what to do now, because you guys have been, like, breeding us for this forever. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, leave, leave horses alone. Or don't. Do whatever. That's the whole point that I've been trying to get at the whole time is whether you got a horse, you want a horse, just, you know, make make it happen. Make your dreams come true. 
So yeah, look for my book on uh, how to treat yourself better than you would treat your horse. Uh, it's a self-help novel. And uh, basically, you know, go buy some mane and tail, throw your current shampoo away. And you can just kiss your fears and problems goodbye. You know? If you want a silky, shiny coat and some good oats, you go get it. And uh, that's the lesson (laughs) that, uh, you know, we could all use. So tell your friends, tell your family. uh, If you got any any good examples of uh, how you became, how you tamed your inner wild stallion. Uh, let me know, rfedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. But, uh, yeah, please uh, please come back for, for more. For more of my, uh, who knows what animal we'll go into next week, right? Or whenever I decide to do this again. Anyway, uh, please never forget that uh, I are fat, you are fat, we are fat. And uh, calculator.